My name is Cassie Moraine, and I want to welcome you to The Circle of Trust, a podcast full of laughter, interrupting, and oversharing, brought to you by me and my two best friends, Jillian Lawson and Julie Signorelli. We thought there would be no better day for us to update this podcast after being out of the loop for a year than by doing it on Mother's Day. It's actually my first Mother's Day, so there's a lot to celebrate, but Mother's Day is a complicated day. You know, in its simplest form, it's an opportunity to celebrate the moms in our lives, but it's not really that simple, is it? Because even though all of us come from a mom, from there it gets very diverse. For the biological moms, the adoptive moms, the moms who have lost a child, or the women who are struggling with infertility, or maybe those who never had the opportunity to be a mom, those who are grieving the loss of a mom, or those who maybe have a rift in their relationship with their mom, Man, this is a tough day. So we sat down and we talked it out. We answered some questions. We talked about our feelings on Mother's Day. And we tried to inject some humor where we could. Trust me, it is not a sad podcast. It'll just give you some things to think about. And of course, there are a few interruptions from a kid. Because what would a Mother's Day podcast be without that? But first, after not podcasting in over a year, we felt that ketchup was in order. So let's get started. All right, so it's Mother's Day. This is coming out on Mother's Day. We haven't podcasted in over a year. I think that warrants a little catch up. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So let's. There's been content for days. There's been so much content, an entire (laughs) pandemic's worth of content. You know, our last episode was like a check in of the pandemic. And I think it was like in May or April last year. How were, how were we, how were we then? (laughs) I think we were at the beginning. (laughs) And so not a lot had happened yet. We weren't deep in it. Um, Okay. Julie, you were pretty. How much tie-dye had Julie bought, if I may? (laughs) (laughs) There were a lot of church branded hoodies and a lot of (laughs) tie-dye also sherpa julie's hot on the sherpa i was i was yeah on the sherpa for sure did we it's cold out here do we even have a summer where did jill go (laughs) (laughs) jill left she's over it disaster She doesn't believe in it anyways. <laughs> Jill's muted. She's not even here. Ask to unmute. Unmute. I'm here. I'm here. I don't know what's going on. Okay, so something what layer of the internet do you have, Jill? <laughs> Are you at the I have all inter- my internet. Have you ever upgraded since the last couple? I have all my internet. Okay. She hasn't. So Yes. I would like to preface this discussion of the pandemic. You know, some people spent their entire year locked in their house, Julie. Jill yes. went to Florida more times than she ever does. <laughs> <laughs> Jill had a sheer mask. <laughs> Jill was like, pandemic schmandemic, I'm going to Florida. <laughs> He was taking advantage of those Spirit Airline flights for $10. 
where is she she's not even in this conversation right now you know why because she won't upgrade her internet i'm like our whole life is on the internet i don't know now we got through homeschooling virtual school without better internet i don't know but i i feel bad for her children (laughs) (laughs) only one of us can be on it at a time guys (laughs) my lord (laughs) if you're streaming in jill lawson's house please get on netflix so we can do this freaking podcast (laughs) everyone instagram tiktok everything phones on the table airplane mode let's do this that's what we're getting her for mother's day please jill you are are you are (laughs) muted jesse we're doing this we're doing this without her (laughs) all right we talked so much crap about your internet while you were gone I show up every time and I never cancel so I want credit for that (laughs) I'll give you credit but you gotta come up a little higher when it comes to your spectrum membership six people live here and use the internet that we have the most of so I don't know I don't know what I'm literally sitting next to the wi-fi box (laughs) listen who couldn't be closer to me (laughs) all right but I do want to reiterate that I do care about the pandemic. I not <laughs> you made it sound that. like I don't. <laughs> I like how she's saying it with her suitcases in the in the picture. <laughs> I take all the precautions. You do. I do all the things the CDC says to do. You do. You you had the mask. You but I did take like did 10 it. flights to both New York and Florida. You have traveled more than any person I've ever met just in regular life, not even a pandemic. <laughs> and I'm fine. Yeah, yeah you're fine. So. She's fine. She's never been better. Never been better. <laughs> so Jill, what else is going on? Building an empire, yeah, guys. Come talk on. Talk about your <laughs> empire. We want to hear because this podcast audience was a party when this idea was just in its nascent stages. I've been I've been using very big words today. I was like, wow. She's back to work and feeling fancy. <laughs> when, wow. When your business, when your empire was just a seed of an idea and you were building it step by step, would you update everyone on what's going on? Um I just do it every day. I don't know. <laughs> it's a real well, now. tell the people what you're doing. What is your empire? I started started my um, interior design business and I just, somebody tells somebody and that person tells, you know, just a happy customer after happy customer. And then, you know, you get a full list. So I don't really know what I'm doing. Like as far as marketing goes. (laughs) Oh yeah. No, I know what I'm doing design wise. I, I can do that with my eyes closed. It's the business part of it. I don't really know what I'm doing. <laughs> I mean, word of mouth. I can't tell you how to build an empire. All I know is that it's working and I pay my ties. <laughs> Girl, preach. <laughs> no, honestly, if you, our listeners, are not following your business on Instagram, this is not a plug. This is not a financial plug. This is just to see Jill's talent 
her befores and afters have been killing it lately. So you have to find yes. at Jillian Design Co. to see those because it's like my favorite thing to see right now is the drastic befores and afters. You might remember when she moved into her house and had yellow walls and inspirational yes. things all over the wall. Live, laugh, love. Yes. And that is the number one way to know if you should call me or not. If you have a bunch of sayings on your wall, you should probably give me a call. <laughs> yes. Yep. Well, how's that been going though, Joe? Like level with us, level with the circle. What's it been like to start something and then it go through a pandemic and the shutdown and then all that stuff? Um, you know, it's pretty terrifying, guys. I'm not gonna lie, you just put it all. Okay, so first of all, though, I will say we were very fortunate that I've been a stay-at-home mom, basically, for the last 18 years. Mm -hmm. So it's not like I quit a job. I don't have that added pressure of, like, we lost an income and I have to figure out a way to, like, replace an income. So I've been very fortunate that I can grow my business, like, at a pace that I'm comfortable with because I try to work, like, nine to two, like, while the kids are in school you know, and knock it out and just stay at it like every day. But because I still have a seven-year-old, you know, like I'm still mom and pretty hard over here. (laughs) And um, so it's been, but it was scary because it was like, I felt like things were just getting off the ground when the pandemic hit. And then, um, but somehow I've literally worked every single day. I've never went one day without having work to do for for my business that's so awesome and so I'm really thankful for that and um and so just keep plugging away at it you know and like and I'm always thankful for referrals and or someone you know saying hey I saw what you did for so and so can you help me out and yeah like so I mean it's been I mean it's scary like building something but it's really rewarding too you're an entrepreneur yeah, Ooh. look at me. She's a girl boss. <laughs> a boss of my own self. <laughs> my entire She's house is team no work. sleep. <laughs> Rise and grind. But I oh, will yeah. say she is, you know, we're like, you know, we're going to hype her up no matter what. But like, okay, besides Get that. Girls, if you're out there, yes. you get you one. Yes, she is very, very, very good. And she did our church, like the whole thing. Like she's great. Love it. That, that I mean, doing churches, that that's really fun. You know, like it's you get to be a more creative, you get to think outside the box. And I will say there are words on the wall at churches, but that's to be expected. Yeah. God did make the vision planes <laughs> so weird. That's on God. It's on God. <laughs> period <laughs> um <laughs> no you're it's you're right she, jill you are super talented i mean i think it's cool to see something that started out as just something you enjoyed doing for yourself and other people like turn into like something that is lucrative yeah i mean and you know and it is i'm like doing all right and so that's that's kind of it's it's pretty neat like i like going to bed at night and thinking I did that. I, you know, I, I dreamed it and I executed it and, you know, I'm building it and that's pretty neat. What is your favorite part of what you do? The planning part. So like the, 
like like when I get an idea stuck in my head and like I I can kind of see it and it's like it's like fuzzy but I know like I'm getting somewhere and then like when it's when I finally like conceive that idea or whatever it's like that's my favorite part is like that's how we're gonna do it that's exactly what that means like you know so what's like and you know I'm kind of bossy and so basically I've created a business that I boss people are (laughs) and tell them where to put stuff you're bossy in (laughs) the best ways yeah that's what I tell people I'm bossy in the best way (laughs) yeah like like you can either like enjoy being bossed around or you could do this project yourself and you know people hate you and that's how I (laughs) 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 I think you're great thanks what's the most draining part about being an entrepreneur the business part of it (laughs) yeah like all the like your taxes and trying not to get audited and figuring out like what to hire out and what to do yourself mm-hmm. all the the tedious tasks that go with owning your own business that's the part that I'm like you know like you got to post to social media I don't want to post to social media but I figured I had to figure out a way to like make it work for me so yeah. you know I have to like I plan for it it's part of my day and um like I always say like you like whatever it is that your business is it's like you don't have to just be good at that you have to be a good accountant you have to be a good social media manager you have to be a good marketer you have to like there's all these hats that you have to wear and it's like I just want to design pretty spaces (laughs) well you'll be you'll like get a taste of doing all the jobs and then eventually you'll have people who do all that for you Oh, I'll be handing that junk off. Yeah. <laughs> you will know sure. how to boss those people around because you've done it yourself too. Yes. But remember, if I'm bossing you around, you'll like it. <laughs> <laughs> I do it real nice. Exactly. I'll... You should get you an intern, Jill. You do. Yeah. If you're, hey, if you're an intern and you're out there, hit me up. I got some stuff for you. <laughs> okay, Julie, what's going on with you, Julie? What's been happening? Man, where did we leave off? April Let's see. 2020. Trapped in New York City. Yeah. <laughs> I was trapped <laughs> during the thick of the quarantine. Yeah. What? I was talking about building empire. Julia Mike were over there building a global church. Totally. <laughs> yeah. So we hit, okay. So online church for us, I, were we in church at that time? Like where no. we have, I don't think we no. were right. Everything okay. was out of church so, and it was a really actually scary time for you because you were talking about, you know, hearing the ambulances in your neighborhood, go to the hospital for people who, had- oh gosh. Yeah. It was like really dark yeah. the last time we recorded. Yeah, it, it was. Okay. So we were actually, a well, I don't know if Mike was afraid. I was afraid to leave my house. Um, and it was really hard to feel that because um, I, you had all these pastors that were like, you know, like, it's fine. And, you know, you know, you don't, you know, step on me and all that. And I'm like, no, no, I'm, I literally am like in the epicenter of this. And I really don't want to die. Like, that's how I felt. So I kind of got over that. But I I think the last time we talked, we were only out of church for like a short time. So we're still 
it's April, 2021, and we're still not in in-person services yet. So we have not gathered in a, over a year and our church is only four years old, which means we've only met for three years. Like it's very small. So when we went online, that was not intimidating for us because we had already done online church before. So that world was not, I wasn't fearful of that. We did that because we pastored our you didn't church. Have to figure out that process. Cause you guys had, we had already done, done it. it. Yeah. We pastored when we launched our church, we pastored them from another state. So it was not weird. Like we, that was fine. Um, but in, so in going online, it definitely opened up our church to a whole new world and we've grown a lot. And so now we're in a building project and we're trying to get back in in-person services. We, Jillian Design Co. is our designer and she killed it and saved us a ton of money. I think that's the other thing you should have said, Jill, is you actually, by hiring you, it actually saves on your bottom line. I don't know if people know that. Save you time, saves you money. Back to the global church. Okay, back to the global <laughs> church. So yeah, so now we're, you know, we're kind of building that infrastructure to be like, I don't know, global, I guess. And so we're going through that and um, life no, is- She totally downplays this. They have like people literally a, gr- a huddle in London, huddles in yeah. like everywhere, like all over the world. And calling V1 Church home. Yeah, it, it really is. So like to give you guys an example, my I lead a connect group. I have a couple, but one in particular- I only have one person out of, you know, 15, 20 people that lives in New York. Everyone else doesn't live there. So it's, it's very bizarre, uh, but, but really cool and good. Um, Still homeschooling, still homeschooling and uh, taught a human how to read and write yes. and, uh, clap and do math which honestly was way harder than any of the church stuff that we do <laughs> um we finalized our official nonprofit. we have a nonprofit called v1 community impact that does business as opera the initiative is operation impact so that was really exciting um and we launched that and that went global too so that was really cool i'm trying to think what else we did um most importantly i taught a child how to read and write and do math and honestly that's the best thing that (laughs) has happened (laughs) and then i have another child who's successfully doing algebra and so for me that is the that's the big win (laughs) that is the biggest win Mm -hmm. um I didn't go crazy uh which is also helpful I did Mike and I we uh like each other which is also great (laughs) that's big same we still like each other we're down we're here for it uh and then I think and we did do a significant amount of traveling we were actually back and forth from New York to Indiana which there could not be two more different worlds when it came to the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, you know, so that was funny. We were going like from a place who absolutely, I wouldn't say didn't care, but they we definitely- do care. No, we just went to be outside without a mask on. I'm not talking about you. <laughs> um, no, but it was so weird going into, they did, it's not that they didn't care, they cared, but it was like, uh, just different, you know, like 
in New York, no one takes their mask off. Ugh, like everyone's scared. Um, and then, so we were back and forth between those two worlds, which was very bizarre, but thank God I didn't get Corona, but my husband did. Oh. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Mike had the Rona. Yeah, he had it. We didn't get it. You guys didn't get it either, right, Kev? No, we, we did not get it. Yeah. Yeah. Not. Mike, Mike got it. We had revival on Sunday and the Rona on Monday. Yes. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. And I, you know, I was like, I, I thought he would be okay, but it did. It hit him hard. You know, I mean, it was, it was no joke. Like, but the funny thing was, is my mom was having surgery. And, um, so he got diagnosed with, or he got a COVID positive test. And then me and the kids were negative. So we would go to a hotel. We had to get another test, waited till we got the results that those were negative. Then we went to my mom's because she was having a major surgery and I could not get Corona because uh, Jill was going to Florida. like that but it is funnier like that <laughs> do you have a good time Jill? actually it was an excellent time thanks julie <laughs> it was one of our better trips <laughs> no that's i i just yeah i'm down i you deserve it so anyways mom so yeah i i basically my husband got a covid positive test and i left him for two and a half weeks while he duked it out with coronavirus and i had to take care of my mom it was a weird yeah I had to preach for him it was weird it was a weird time but we made it wow I'll survive but what we all really want to know Cass is what's happened to you since the yeah last you got the best podcast. story that's why we saved her for last <laughs> all we and Jill had were a couple of spirit airline flights and a coronavirus <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious so you know my husband and I have been married for four years, almost five years in this coming October. And we have been, I, we talked about this on the podcast, you know, wanting to start a family and we, I went through some health stuff and we didn't have success starting our family, like through having a biological child, but we knew we wanted to adopt or start that process. But the pandemic, honestly, I know that it was rough and I don't want to minimize that for people and it is rough, but um, it like gave us the gift of time, honestly, because there was nothing else to do other than work on, like get serious about our adoption and work on our home study. And a home study is like this huge project where you have to fill out all this paperwork and get background checks and tell basically everything about your life. It's just exhaustive and you have to prepare your home. Um, it's like weeks of work weeks. Yeah. And like, even if you just had that to do, yeah, it's still weeks of work, it's so much work. And so, and with my job being, I'm not saying my job, I'm not blaming my job, but I'm just saying that with my job being normally very immersive, it was very hard for me to ever focus on getting stuff done in my personal life like that. But with all church events canceled and all everything basically at a halt, 
I had like time to work on this. And so Kyle and I got serious about it. We did our home study. We passed it. And in October we were like ready to adopt. And so we were just kind of waiting to see what would happen and if we would have any opportunities and surprise on December 24th, we brought home our baby girl. So that's like the very short form story, but it was a complete surprise. She is the best. It was like so fast. We basically like found out about her on a Saturday and by Thursday, Christmas Eve, we were driving to get her. Um, Best Christmas gift ever. It was ever. an amazing Christmas, but it was like, you know, I could, I'm like, it was that this year was crazy. Like, I think it was so tough emotionally and like, you know, preparing for adoption. Jill's been through that as well. She knows the, the emotional roller coaster, roller coaster that it is. And, mm-hmm. um, and I think, uh, I don't know. It's just such a blessing. Like God's hand has been on our lives, even through the ups and downs. And yeah, we ended the year with a baby with, with our daughter. So that's where we are. I'm a mom. And then all of a sudden, like that started, I started the year off on maternity leave, which was completely unexpected. We thought like we might be parents by like May or June of this year, not December of last year. And so we had nothing. We had no baby room, no baby stuff, except for a car seat and a stroller. Uh, Jill flew down and did a baby shower. Jill and Julie. Nobody was complaining about that. No, no. Uh It was Jill and Julie. Okay. Oh, right, right, right. (laughs) No, that was awesome. Cause Jill already had a trip plan to do some design work down here. And it just happened to be like a week and a half after our baby came home. And so, um, and I had no idea what I planned no. that. Nobody knew that Micah was even like. Coming. It was so cool how it all worked out. And then Julie, I mean, I, I never expected the three of us to be in one place. That was so fun. They both stayed in our guest room, which is now Micah's room. And, uh, and we wore a mask. I made them wear masks when they held Micah. <laughs> I don't blame that. I'm still doing it. I mean, by the- you do you. And, uh, <laughs> And then, um, yeah, so we have a four month old and she's amazing. Like I cry almost every day, like just in extreme gratitude that she's our kid. It's wild. But, yeah, but the yeah. best part is like, yes, she is adorable, but she's also like this great baby. You know what I mean? Oh, like, good. and I know all babies are great. Some are crabbier than others. <laughs> yeah. But yours isn't. Yours is like real nice and no. sweet and pleasant. So <laughs> she's a fun one. She's like the funnest And she baby. sleeps. She sleeps through the night. She's super sweet. She eats good. I mean, I don't, I mean, she's just so great. Yeah. Like that's not an exaggeration. She doesn't yeah. hardly cry. She's magic. Like she is like, when you think about a baby being like magical, like she is perfect. I'm, I'm not, I am hyping her up, but I'm not like, she really is just, oh, she's delicious. Everyone should drink the Micah Kool-Aid because she is amazing. (laughs) She really, yeah, she is. And even though Carter, that's my seven-year-old was very on the fence about meeting her. (laughs) 
Carter? You really came around. Carter was flat out not willing to meet Micah. No. He said that he didn't want to look at her because she might be cuter than him and he wanted to be the cutest one. That's rough. (laughs) And he really didn't want me to hold her. But then he came around in the end. Michael will always win you over. That's the thing. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, she, um, she's super fun. And I, so I was off for work for three months this month. I've been getting used to life as a working mom, which is fun. And I say fun. It's not fun. I don't know. Ironically. <laughs> my kids are at school all day long and it's not fun. Yeah. Carter hangs on the side of my work chair and says, why do you work so much? Mom's not supposed to work. Yeah. So yeah. That's that. what my kids say. Yeah. yeah. What, what are you doing? That. Why do you have to do that? <laughs> at least she can't guilt trip you right now. I, just, she yeah. just looks at just me I feel guilt. What is that? <laughs> oh, that's normal. <laughs> uh, so yeah, like right now I'm, yeah, I'm working at home and she's with me during the day, except for one day a week. And, um, Everybody watch Cassie's Insta stories when she talks about her coworkers. You need to make a highlight bubble of all your coworkers. I should, stories. I should, yeah. So I just basically move her around yeah. from place to place all day. Yeah. In between naps and keep her busy. And But it's tough. That's one big learning curve that I didn't, um, I wasn't ready for. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's, that's. It's a whole nother level. Yeah, working moms, single moms. I would yeah. Can I just say single moms, you guys are heroes. This is our Mother's Day episode. So shout out to single moms. Cause I don't know sure. how you do seriously. It. Just when like I've I mean, I was not, I've never been like a single mom, but like Aaron would work out of town Monday through Fridays and I'm like living for him to get yeah. home, you know. Like so I, I don't really know like how when you know there's no backup coming, like like truly, like heroes. Totally. Yeah. But this isn't like a this isn't like a fight like our working moms working harder than stay at home no. moms like listen I've done, I've done both it's all hard it's all, it's all hard. hard it's all hard it's all hard like there's there's just no there's no way around it if it's easy if you find it easy hit us up and let us know serious <laughs> yeah I will say though now this is when I had one child I did not. I know I'm going to get the hate mail. You guys can email Cassie if you, this is Cassie's voice. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I didn't think one child was hard. Just me, just my thing. But I also, you know, I didn't have a child that had special needs. I had support. Mm -hmm. Um, One child for me was like easy street, but I also didn't have a job. And that was my only thing you know what I mean like my thing was being a mom and she slept through the night like no issues you know so it's like I mean from at six weeks old she was sleeping from seven to seven I mean that's pretty incredible um yeah so I was like well rested (laughs) I felt like (laughs) I had time on my hands but man when you throw like straight up work up into the mix that's a whole nother that's another See, game. I, I, but I was a stay-at-home mom. I had three under three. Let me tell you, not easy. No. <laughs> no. If I had multiple children, it would be a completely different story. But like when it was just she and I on maternity leave, I'm like, what are we going to do today? Let me call a friend. 
and we'll go for a walk. <laughs> no, yeah. No, when it was just me, and, when it was just me and Abby, like Abby was so so easy. And my dad came every day at two thirty. Like, so I only had to make it till two thirty if it was a bad day. <laughs> like, it, was, it wasn't that. Like, yeah. I will say because she was such an easy baby, so she actually made it made that easy. Now, when that second one hit, life looked real different, Ooh. y'all. That second one comes in like a wrecking ball. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Whatever pride you have, you have no more. (laughs) No, but I I think it's all, it's all hard for different reasons. For me, I didn't, it didn't seem hard, but like if I had one child right now with my job working from home, like wild I don't know Cassie I don't know how you're doing it honestly you're making it look so easy good job kudos kudos it's honestly because Micah is such a great baby and like even okay but you like you helped make her that way (laughs) (laughs) you kind of shaped her a little bit there take the credit I want to shout out the baby wise mom blog and (laughs) yes (laughs) taking care of thanks Valerie Val (laughs) Plowman Kara <laughs> Duhamel or whatever her last name is. Oh, you know last names. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're you deep dive. <laughs> um also I will say you guys probably think this is crazy, but like two months with an adoption, you obviously don't have the side of healing from the birth. So I don't have the physical after effects of that. That's and true. about two months after we brought her home, I was like, Kyle is this crazy, but can we do this like again, ASAP? But I feel like because Micah's such a baby, it's, she's like a trick baby <laughs> to trick me into having another one that then is not as good as her. <laughs> easy. Not as easy. <laughs> right. I don't want to use good and bad. Those aren't good. Terms, yeah. Easy. Oh, you could use bad. We. It's fine. <laughs> Get over yourself. Send your emails to Cassie. No. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I feel like that's what happens or would happen, which makes me nervous. Maybe we just keep the bubble the way it is. Keep the dream. But yeah, she's great. Listen, even the hard ones, you never regret them. Okay. I've yeah. got a couple of hard ones. You don't regret them. Yeah, they're cute too. <laughs> they're cute. They keep your family like interesting. They keep you humble. <laughs> yeah yeah they do they they humble you down real good when that you learn to pray yeah when that kid screams in public and you're trying to like get the wet noodle off the floor who like just goes totally limp like screaming fit weighs 40 pounds you're like honestly I have zero pride in me right now (laughs) there's none I'm good. There's no need for the enemy to take me down a notch. Like I'm already at the bottom. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> okay. So this is our Mother's Day episode. So let's. I, I have big feelings around Mother's Day, actually. So good feelings I'll or be, bad I'll, feelings? I, no, I'll be, I'll be vulnerable. Um, Mother's Day is a little hard. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if I want to put this idea in your head because it's your first one. 
Well, just do it. Be honest. Be vulnerable. Plug your ears, Cassie. <laughs> we want to no. hear it. <laughs> With adoption, it's messy. Yeah. Like, you know, always oh, remind- yeah. I'm always, always reminded mm. that one of my greatest joys is, you know, is looks different to somebody else. Sure. Um, mm. And I, yeah. I'm very aware of his first mom. I'm very aware of um, what she might be thinking, or I don't know, you know, like, but it's, I, I struggle with Mother's Day feeling like I should be honored. Like I should be like, I, I have a hard time with all of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. The lens of adoption. Like it's very hard for me to, so uh, honestly, Mother's Day, I typically withdraw. I really don't want to make a big deal. Um, I, you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. And I think every year that it won't be, but every year it, it is. And so I, I tried it now that I'm, I, you know, there were seven years into this, I've tried to be very mindful of it and to, you know, just give space for that, to feel what I feel, yeah. to grieve if I need to, which sounds weird. Like, why are you grieving? But like, you know, there, there's just a loss there and, and it's okay to grieve a loss, yeah. you know? And even though it's not like it was my gain, but somebody lost and I, I never want to lose sight of that. Yeah. No, I think that's so, I mean, it's so interesting that you said that because prior to having a, a child, Mother's Day was always a really hard day for me too. And I felt like the older I got without being a mother, the harder it got, you know, like I just wanted to go home yeah. or drink a margarita and go home. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> Um, you know, and, and because it's a church day and you acknowledge it in church, it can be, you know, you're happy for other people. And of course I have a mother, thank God. Sure. And I want to honor her, but, um, I don't know, just such a tough holiday. And then you'd think like going into, you know, my first mother's day, you know, it would be, I, I am so happy to be a mom and like, so excited that, you know, I get to celebrate that, but also I get it, Jill. Like I understand, I feel like I've spent the last four months living and sitting with that idea that everything that brings me so much joy right now has come at such a great expense to someone else. And right. I'll mm-hmm. never be able to thank her enough or I don't know. It's just, it's such a hard tension to live in, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. or even women who feel who can't have children at all yes. you know by any means or <clears throat> you know who don't want children mm-hmm. I think sometimes Mother's Day can be you know I have friends who they, they don't want any children and feel sometimes belittled by you know especially a church community who celebrates motherhood and mm-hmm. all that yeah. like so much and so you know I don't know, as a church, we try to be sensitive to that. And we acknowledge like, Hey, if you're a mom, great. But if you're not a mom or you don't want to be like, you still mother people, you mother pets and people and coworkers and friends. And because we all have that instinct inside of us, like we're all mothering something, you know, but it, yeah, it can be such a dark day, especially for people who lost parents, like for father's day, me and Jill, we're out. Like, yeah, there is no father's day special. Like we're no, done. No, no. <laughs> like we're out. I, 
not going to I'm, I'm sorry I'm not there yet but I'm not going to church on Father's Day I don't want to I like and so you know what if you're having a hard time with Mother's Day and you want to tap out that day you can you can tap out and you can you know sit yeah. in your feelings and and and, and feel what you got to feel and you know but but you know you just because we don't get to say how someone responds to something like that you know so because I remember like after after Abby was born when she was a year old I had a miscarriage whoa that first mother's day was rough after that one and I, and I had I had a baby but I remember that I didn't have the second baby you know what I'm saying like there was so there like there was so mother's day's always just kind of been a little weird like you know it's it's not something that I really um it's a day I could do without. And I have four kids and I love my kids and I love being a mom. I've dedicated the last 19 years of my life to being a mom, like, you know, yeah. first before I do anything else. And I just, I don't love Mother's Day. So if you don't love it, it's okay. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's, it's, that's a good thought. I think like, I mean, it's always worked for me, not worked for me, but I've had to intentionally be going through such a long season of singleness and then infertility and then, you know, not wanting to be a mom, but not being a mom. Like I do try to be intentional on holidays or events and like try to celebrate someone else or go out of my way to like wish other people a happy mother's day just so it like kind of fights back some of that i don't know self obsession in me because i'm very very um i'm a you know i can get really internal really quickly um but it is a tough day and i'm you know you heard me say i'm going to drink a margarita not this year but last year <laughs> and go to bed <laughs> <laughs> so happy mother's day <laughs> happy mother's day everybody whoa <laughs> so let's ask a few fun questions what is Uh-oh. the best advice you ever got as a mom or from a mom about mothering hmm Anything Kelly Baumrock ever said to me. <laughs> Parent-wise coaching, find her. Look her up on Facebook. Yeah, there's a woman in our church who's extremely knowledgeable about parenting. Yeah. How come no one's um, ever given me her information? <laughs> I'll, I'll hook you up. <laughs> it's too late. I, I got, uh, we turned the corner. <laughs> Wait, well, what's something Kelly told you that was so great? trying to think of like something like really specific but like um you know she she taught me from the beginning like you 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 start with the end in mind and so how do you want your life to look down the road you know like how do you how do you hope a Sunday afternoon looks so think about how you want your life and then build it that way Mm -hmm. like all like instead of just constantly like changing like what your what your idea on something is if you always have a an end goal in mind then you can take steps to make sure you're getting there so that was always really helpful is to start with the end in mind that's good advice hmm. um you know and like my mom like when I was worried about them with the passy 
well, we called it a, a nanny, but she said, you know, she's not going to take it to kindergarten with her. <laughs> just relax. Like, in other words, like, just like some things are not big things. Like, don't make big things that aren't, that aren't big things. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's something that, I mean, just playing off that, I'm not saying that like, it's going to be, I don't know. I'm not successful as a parent because I've only been doing it for four months, but someone told me, maybe I read it or maybe you told me, Jill, like you only have to get it right. Like the schedule and stuff, like 85% of the time, 80% of the time. Yeah. yeah you're only, you're only working for 80% compliance. Oh, <laughs> took a lot of the pressure off because there, I, I work at a church and Sundays are just a dumpster fire. Like no one's going to be on a schedule on a Sunday. We're sleeping no. whenever, eating whenever. It's a mess. And so I was like, oh, okay, I can breathe. I don't have to stress about this is my 80, my yeah. 20%. <laughs> you get your whole 20% on Sunday. Yeah, all of it. <laughs> right. What about you, Julie? I think, um, well, for me, like, obviously, I mean, I know you guys know, but maybe somebody's listening who doesn't know and hasn't picked up on it. I don't know how, but we're pastors. So somebody told me like your, her, maybe it was a pastor. I don't remember, but they just said, your kids will love what you love. Cause I was always worried. Like, will my kids hate their life? Like, will they be mad that they do this? And like, it's so funny because like my kids love what I love. Like we love church and they love going. Yeah. And, right. um, you know, we don't complain about it and they don't complain about it. And I'm, maybe they will at some point, you know, when they become older and you know, whatever, but I mean, 14 and her heart is for it. Like her, her attitude is so good about it. So it's, I mean, so for 14 years, you guys have sewed that. Yeah. And, and, and it's, it's reaping, reaping. Totally. Reaping. 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 reaping we're reaping it guys <laughs> praise god i know and you know what you say words and you're like wait a what minute is, yeah i say yeah, used right. to could you and that's not the word and i say it all the time it's been a long um, day guys <laughs> but like yeah it's like my kids they it's funny because other ministers like they don't understand my my children and so like my kids always want to go and never want to leave hmm. So we kind of have like, like when we go to leave church, Evie's like, Jill's been there. She's seen it. She's like, ah! you know, like she's doing this scream, the wet noodle. Right. <laughs> and um, it's for Jesus guys. It's for Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, they can't wait to get back into church. Like they're so ready. So I'm like, okay, thank God. But that was really helpful for me. Like if we love it, they'll love it. And if we yeah. say we love it, but we don't love it at home, like they won't love it you know yeah gosh and I like that's like actually like something that I've told to moms in ministry in the past is you're not dragging your kids to church you're teaching them to love the house of God and like I I remember in the days when AJ was little and we had just went to three services so we were there like all day long and I was in charge of the nursery and I remember thinking, oh my gosh, they're literally going to hate me. Like, my kids are going to hate yeah. me. And I remember getting that like revelation, if you will, that like, I'm, I'm not dragging them around. I am teaching them to love the house of God. And I remember thinking one day I was, we were like doing all kinds of, and it was like on a Saturday and we were supposed to do something fun, but we had to go to church and we had to, 
like had to get to whatever you want to say. Um, and we were working all day and I remember thinking, oh, they're going to be so upset. And like, I remember Abby turning to Cole in the car in the backseat going, today was so fun. Aww, that's amazing. <laughs> Cause they were just like running around, like with all their little church buddies, like having a blast. They love and, it. You know, they do. They, they love, love it. it. So, and it's like, yeah, for my kids, I'm just like, well, you know, Lord, like, you know, and they, it's funny because, um, yeah, they just, they don't complain about it. And it just, it's like a non, it, the thing I'm worried, I was worried the most about is like, fine, you know? Yeah. So that was good. That's how I feel. I mean, my, I know Mike is little, but it was fun for me to bring her to church for the first time. Cause I kept thinking like, this is what we do. Like, you know, like look at, and she's so like captivated by it. It's so sweet. You know, like she wants to watch the screens and she absorbs everything. Mm. I can just see her taking it all in. And it's, I don't know, Aww. it's just kind of cool to see her like, see like, this is our life. This is how we do. Yeah. Yeah. And, and reiterating to my kids, like we don't go to all these services because we're pastors. We go because we're Christians. And if we weren't pastors and we just attended this church, like we'd still go to all of them, Yeah, you know, because we <laughs> right. want to, and we want to serve. So, um, I think sometimes, we overcomplicate it for pastor's kids. Like, oh yeah, being a pastor's kid is so hard and blah, blah, blah. And like, I think if I feed that, that will, they'll feel that. But if I'm just like, no, this is a blessing. Like we're here because we're, we're Christians and this is what we do. We go to church on Sunday. It seemed so far, so good. So far, so good. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, some of y'all are gonna have to look that one up <laughs> for those in our charismatic tradition <laughs> you'll know what we mean uh, okay so that's the best advice you've had what's the worst advice you've had as a mom they'll say soak up every minute because one day you're gonna miss it like when your baby is having like a meltdown yeah. that's not helpful judy <laughs> Yeah. Hey, Karen, I'm not going to miss the blowouts or the puke in my ear. Okay. I'm not going to miss that. That's a lie. Whoever is telling you you're going to miss those days, you're not. Take a seat. People tell me, like, they say how everyone's like, it goes so fast. And it has me like in this terrified state, like, like, oh my gosh, it's going to go so fast. You know, what am I going to do? It does go fast. That is a true statement, but it's not a helpful statement. So. I mean, honestly, I thought the first one just dragged on and man, I thought the second one did too. I was like, speed it up. You're only four. What can you carry your own backpack? I'm like, you're not, you're not sleeping any better in four years. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care I'm like I don't know I'm with Jill I'm like Judy sit down we're fine <laughs> uh, that's great <laughs> um it does go by fast but you know some of it I don't mind yeah. <laughs> it's not that it's not true it's just not helpful true yeah, no. I'm right. like you. That's what you have an iPhone for to take a picture of it and slow it down when it speeds up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's some advice: take pictures of your baby sleeping. Even take pictures of your big kids when they're sleeping. I do that because 
they'll tick you off and you're going to need to scroll through that phone and remember that they were sweet and cute and kind. <laughs> I have three teenagers. Let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Bella's like, why do you have pictures of me sleeping on your phone? That's so creepy. <laughs> because I liked you for two minutes that day when I was staring at that. <laughs> like, so cute to me. That was the only two minutes we got along was when you were sleeping and I was snapping that picture. Right? Hilarious. What, well, wait, what was your mo- best mothering, your best and worst mothering advice? Did you say it? My best was the 85%. The worst? I'm no 80. Knock it down to 80. 80. <laughs> I can't really think. My kid ate a happy meal tonight. 80%. <laughs> We're in the 20. Uh, I can't remember the worst. I feel like you know, everyone talks about how free people are with their advice, but I honestly feel like people have kept that pretty quiet and maybe are just talking about me behind my back. It's <laughs> <laughs> the blessing of the pandemic. People still aren't out. Right. I don't, you can't hear what they're saying behind their mask. Or maybe because COVID is still a raging fire and they don't care about your mothering. <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe they're too worried about maybe. their own survival. I get it. I get it. Bigger fish to fry. <laughs> Bigger fish to fry. Bigger. So yeah, I mean, I really haven't gotten any garbage advice because I am honestly surrounded by a lot of kick butt moms and dads who like know how to parent, which is amazing. Um, yeah, they already read the book. So just ask them. You don't have to waste your time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have so many good, good resources around me, human resources. Um, okay. Worst Mother's Day gift you've ever received. Well, I mean, I've gotten a few Yankee candles. I could do without those. <laughs> <laughs> but it was funny because my kids asked me, they're like, what do you want for Mother's Day? I'm like, uh, my birthday present. That would be wonderful. <laughs> So I'm just going to order myself an ember mug and we're going to call it a day. That's what I want. Totally should. Why don't you have one already? No, I'm going to do it because I owe myself for my birthday and now Mother's Day. (laughs) It's a compound gift. (laughs) Yeah, it's exactly what it is. I'm not like a gifts person. So like we don't, and we don't really do like, we don't really do like big Mother's Day, Father's Day things like that but so I don't have a worse gift there that's good yeah there's other other events you have worse gifts for (laughs) listen he's really coming along very nice I I feel like Aaron has leveled no he's a great gift gift yeah yeah he's a great gift giver yeah that's positive. Yeah, this is, you yeah. know, this is our first Mother's Day. And Kyle did ask me, what do you want to do? What is your ideal like Mother's Day? What do you want it to look like? A nap. I want 100%. a nap. Like I want, I want something on my to-do list to be done. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Like, so, you know, if you, you just, if the kids will just do the dishes and they would take my car to the car wash. That'd be great. No, Guys, listen. Abby, take the car to the car wash. The $5 car wash. It's not even expensive. Abigail Lawson, take your mom to the car wash <laughs> and spend $12 on the car wash. <laughs> and vacuum it. Please vacuum it. Do better than five. How about you, Julie? Yeah. Y'all, I don't even know. I just had to interview. <laughs> I had to keep two kids from killing each other. What was the question? <laughs> Best Mother's Day gift. No, no. Referee. Oh, 
Mary. What's your ideal Mother's Day look like? Um, I well, I'll be at church on on Sunday, so for me, that's where I want to be. But right. if we celebrate aside from that, because typically our Sundays are spent at church, so we don't get to. I mean, I feel like that is what we get to do, you know. Um, but if we're gonna celebrate, I love going to brunch in the city in Manhattan I love doing that that's my favorite thing and I like to not have an agenda and just sip coffee and I love it that's that would be ideal to me that's all I really want to do where do you want specifically at the butcher's daughter I was gonna thank you that was where it was the butcher's daughter that's my favorite place yeah that's awesome yeah and I don't want to go out to eat on on an actual holiday like I hate that like, unless it's somewhere that you can like make a reservation yeah. for, you know, and like you're guaranteed, but I have literally no interest in sitting around with everybody else trying to get in somewhere to eat food that we could just order in or something. Interesting. So I don't like, ho- I don't like, I don't like holiday big deals that other people are making big deals about too. Yeah. I really need to be just my day. <laughs> You celebrate me on a Tuesday and pick it random. Exactly. <laughs> hilarious. Well, this is like the first Mother's Day that I've even like, my mom doesn't live by me. And so I don't ever really even get to like celebrate with her. So I don't even know what it's like when you go out on a Mother's Day. Like it must be nuts, which is good to know. I mean, it is nuts. I would say avoid it <laughs> if you can. Because I did tell Kyle, like, the only thing I want is to go out somewhere good and then to take a nap. But maybe we should just make a reservation somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, make a reservation. Because otherwise you're just going to be waiting at, with everybody else at Outback. And then you're going to have a crabby uh-huh. server because she's going to be mad because she's had so many people. <laughs> no, no, I don't want that. Okay, this is good. Listen, the other day I was in a Zoom meeting that went very long and it was like, I was trying to get off because I could tell it was like, I was watching the clock and I'm like, it's dinner time. My kids need to eat. Like I was, no, nope, get out. <laughs> <laughs> Can I cuddle you? Okay, goodbye. Yes. Okay. <laughs> give me a kiss. Happy- I don't even know what I was going to say. It doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it happy mother's day i don't happy remember mother's good night day. everybody <laughs> <laughs> why don't we do podcasts more well that would be why that's why it's uh, great oh oh so i was in a zoom meeting yeah dinner was coming and i got off the zoom and i was like anticipating like having to like cook and do all that and when i got out let me tell you how cool teenagers are there was a full-blown taco bar on my counter with all of the garnishes chopped up and set up very nicely. What? And the, everything was hot, ready to go. I'm telling you, teenagers are the bomb. And I did not ask her. I did not tell her. It was like, she just saw it and was like, I'm, I'm in, I'm ready. And I yep. told her, I said, I love the teenage years. <laughs> like a toddler cannot do that. <laughs> yep. Teach your kids how to help out. All right. So anything else? Call your mom. Call her. Send her. Here's a pro tip. Here's a pro tip. 
if you have expectations about Mother's Day, order your own gift so you're not disappointed. Like I do care. Jill doesn't care. I will order my own thing and I will, I will not be sad. I will be happy. And you know what? My kids will make the sweetest cards and it's going to be great. You know, it's like, you got to take a little control. I think sometimes like we put too much on our spouse or our family or our kids. And it's like, no, if you want it to be special, like make it special. And then anything extra is like, will be great. What's Jill's number one rule, Cassie? Low expectations. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Basement. Bring level. them all the way down. Basement level. And you know what? You won't be disappointed. It's a paper card your kid drew will exceed those basement level expectations. Every time. An ember mug will blow it out the water. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, that's a great. Which I have to say, a shout out to Mike. He always has 8 million things happening on Mother's Day because it's a Sunday, you know, and that's like, his day and he always does something but this year I specifically want an ember mug <laughs> so, <laughs> that is that that's great <laughs> I love it not sponsored not sponsored but wannabe all right well guys we made it through without any healthy little peach plugs. And, <laughs> who's and we didn't blogger. talk about uh, Jimmy Evans. Jimmy Evans. How? <laughs> How did we not? I almost quoted him one one time and Jill was going to eye roll me. So I didn't, but. Good job. Your children are a temporary assignment. That's the end quote. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. Ding, that's depressing. Your children are a temporary assignment. Well, just wait till they say shut up and slam their door in your face. For the record, Bella's never done that, but praise God, she's, oh. you know, pushed other boundaries. They wouldn't have a door, but we can talk about parenting teens on a different one. <laughs> I have some best yeah. advice and worst advice on that for sure. <laughs> uh, yes, it's too funny. I love it. Good times. Thanks for joining us for the Circle of Trust podcast. We really loved catching up with you. If you'd like to connect with us, find us on Instagram at Circle of Trust Podcast, or you can connect with us individually. All of our individual Instagrams are in the show notes. <laughs> That's my favorite part. Okay, I'm going to be on the Zoom so you can't be in here. Go on. I don't mind. I don't mind. Get what you need to get. Um, don't open my door, okay? I know. All right, I'm shutting this door. Are you putting this in the Mother's Day podcast? I might.